I'm Haley Parnell, the Campbell County Reporter, and this is your Link Media News in brief for June 2nd, 2023. Discussion on naming the Buena Vista neighborhood a historic district for preservation efforts has been ongoing in Newport since around 2016. Though city officials say they are on board with the idea, Newport manager Tom Fromey most recently said they had encountered some technical issues they must address before anything can move forward. Quote, We found out that we need to add additional steps, and so it's not as simple as just saying we're going to take these regulations and we're going to take it in front of historic preservation for approval, Fromey said. Though the Buena Vista neighborhood is already a national historic district, it needs local designation for complete protection. The project was supposed to be presented in front of the Newport Historic Preservation Commission on May 24th, but that meeting couldn't take place with a lack of guidelines for the district that the city needs to set. Fromey said at their May 22nd meeting that they had signed a contract with the company Compass to work on guidelines for the new district and fix existing procedures that the city never had the resources to deal with previously. He said they had to create new regulations instead of copying existing ones from the East Row Historic District. Once the city gets the regulations in effect, Fromey said they also must create an overlay through planning and zoning. He said the question of how someone would know they are buying a home in a historic district came up in a conversation during the process, which is where the overlay comes in. Quote, we need to have an overlay on zoning to show that this is located in a historic district, so there are extra rules than regular zoning, Fromey said. It also gives us a legal ability to impose those rules to enforce them. Fromey said the city's goal is to have the new regulations and zoning done by the end of the year. In the meantime, he said he had issued a moratorium on demolitions in the West End. The city of Covington has attributed its recent budget shortfalls to rising work-from-home policies. Covington's finance director, Steve Webb, disclosed during a presentation at a city commission meeting on May 23rd that the city's general funds expenditures had exceeded its revenue for the third quarter of the 2023 fiscal year, which ends on June 30th. The city's finance department attributed the budget shortfall to declining payroll tax revenues following the rise of work-from-home policies at the city's large employers. Specifically, they cited Fidelity, which employs nearly 5,500 people at its office in Covington. Quote, We fell off the pace due to the implications of remote work situations with our largest employers, said Webb at last week's meeting. As remote work has become normalized, these employers are now withholding and remitting portions of the occupational license tax to the jurisdictions where their employees are physically working. This shortfall did not occur in other sections of the city's budget, most of which are funds used for special projects and programs. Much of the money for those other funds come from grants and other monetary sources unrelated to local tax collection. Payroll tax has historically been a large chunk of Covington's revenue and has accounted for 45% of the general fund's revenue for the 2023 fiscal year thus far. Several Northern Kentucky founders and entrepreneurial support organization officials gathered at Braxton Brewing in Covington last Thursday for Hughes of Innovation a networking seminar for black and brown founders in Kentucky. Quote, It gives me great pleasure as a startup founder to be here and to see our ecosystem in Kentucky growing, said Ricky Mason, one of the event's keynote speakers and a serial entrepreneur from Louisville who's worked in both the public and private sectors. Covington was the first of three stops on the Hughes of Innovation Roadshow. Later in the summer, the event will happen in Paducah and Lexington. 
The purpose of the Roadshow is for founders of color to network, showcase ideas, and gather information to help them gain access to financial resources critical to launching a venture or business. In addition to Mason, the event's keynote speakers included angel investor Chris Redd and fund manager Robert Lamoth. The trio discussed some of the hurdles facing people of color in Kentucky's contemporary startup scene and the overall state of entrepreneurship in the Commonwealth. One of the common themes Lamoth, Mason, and Red discussed is access to capital, and more specifically, how having greater access to capital can positively affect entrepreneurs of color. Those are your top stories of the day, Northern Kentucky. Learn more about these stories and everything else going on in your community at linknky.com. Happy Friday, and thank you for listening.